It is I, the King of New York, Jimmy. This is a show called Hey, How You Doing? Uh, funny enough, I was just having a quick conversation with my friend, a Jewish guy, about how irrelevant the holiday of Hanukkah is. But for what it's worth, all of you out there, I think we got like, what, three nights left? Happy Hanukkah. Be with your family. Stay indoors. Apparently, we got a mask and vax again. Who knows? I'm not a doctor. I ain't no fucking Fauci. But anyway, I love you. I'm wishing you the best. We got an interesting guest here. He's a repeat guest. Um, why don't you introduce yourself? Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing yourself, Jimmy? And happy Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and Christmas to all your fans. Um, the name, of course, Skeet Ulrich. Um, I used to have a different stage name, but I'm here to talk about something completely different this time. I was on one of the Inception episodes of Hey, How You're Doing back in probably October 2020 um, when I was vaxxed and waxed. but Probed. Probed, if you will, with a chip. Um, but I'm here today, super grateful to be able to talk in studio with Jimmy about my one true passion in life. And that is, it's very interesting, it's it is. A, it's a very interesting niche community, but it is a coalition that I lead of water park enthusiasts, okay. WPEs, as we call them. Um so this all started just kind of to give you a quick autobiography of Skeet is I was born in Vermont. You know, I was born in Burlington, Vermont. As, by the accent. By the accent, tell. obviously, the Vermontanese. Um, I gave it away pretty quickly. Um, I started spending, you know, my, my teenage years, I was still there. I went to college down south in uh, in Charleston, South Carolina, okay. where I fit in a little bit more just because of my voice. I college was, of Charleston or the uh, the state? Both. I say both. Um, I went to the College of Charleston of South Carolina. Okay. Um, where I no no major. I only minored in two things, which was Hanukkah studies, and then of course. Um, Etsy purchases. Hanukkah studies. Hanukkah studies. You know, it's a <laughs> lot of Adam Sandler. Eight, eight classes? Eight classes, six hours each to learn the history of why Adam Sandler only made one movie about Judaism. But that's what you think. You know, I had this conversation just to go back to this for You don't a think Happy Gilmore's a veiled... Uh, oh, that's a very conservative movie. If you think... Oh, or you're saying it's Jewish. Like it, yeah, exactly. Like, um, Do Jewish people play golf? When they retire. When they retire. Yeah, that's true. I would say, um, what was the other one where he adopts a kid who pisses? Big Daddy. Big Daddy is no, kind of a... No, that kid looked about as Jewish as... Uh, as as, uh, as that, that kid. That, that guy looked about as Jewish as the final solution. Um, so, anyway, I, when I was in South Carolina, you know, obviously it's a balmier climate, right, than somewhere in Vermont where it's 12 degrees, 10 days, 10 months out of the year. You wonder why Bernie Sanders is so cranky all the time. Doesn't balmy mean... Colder? Warm, warm. Balmy, you know, a humidity. Okay. You know, so I would seek refuge in South Carolina, local pools, dits, community areas where I was actually not allowed to be in. But then one day I stumbled across the most amazing uh, log flume ride Right. at a local water park, very small boutique, and I instantly fell in love. You. This is interesting because before the show, um, we were having co coffee. I always offer my guests. You told me... Espresso. You got you. Yes. You told me you were cuckled by your. You, you had two wives. I did, and that's how you found water parks. That's what really drove me. So, I don't mean to lead the witness no, here, but no. I, I just want to be accurate. Listen, I think for the sake of full transparency, we should start there, which is in Charleston, which you know is kind of like it's still 1837 there, 
besides the, you know, the obvious. But um, I, I was in a thruple after I graduated college with two lovely women, both named Chelsea. And, you know, it's every man's dream, right? You know, two girlfriends, you know, a threesome. But you would think, yeah. I, you, you know, you would think. But so here's the deal. One day I come home from work. I was a IT communications assistant for um, Charleston radio station called Hot 9 to 5. And we, I come home one day and, you know, I'm in the apartment with the two ladies I live in. And, the, you know, we've the got Chelsea's. A, the two Chelsea's. We have our giant live How did laugh. you differentiate? Um, I, I mean, I guess they looked at the different. The different, it, 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 but I also had to mark one of them just okay. in case on her wrist I put a little X. They So they looked alike. You know, as much as white people look alike, yes. I'd say they pretty much are one and the same. So one day I come home from work. I got my little satchel. I got my briefcase with all my papers. We were in an apartment. A very beautiful apartment. Why wouldn't I? I don't Sorry if I'm like. Are you nitpicking me? Yeah, I am. Because like, why would an IT guy have papers? Well, you know, I can yeah, I print stuff out at the why office. Why would an IT guy be taking his work home? Well, you know, I, you know, it's so hard in this digital age to separate work from home. <laughs> Especially because everybody's working from home. Right. And we're not talking about 1997. No, we're not. We're talking about 2000. What year is it? Four? Um, and so one day I get home, right again. Uh, apparently, I'm not allowed to have papers, only internet no, stuff. No, it's just peculiar. I okay. thought I'd point it out. Oh, it's good. You ask the right questions, the probing questions, if you will. Speaking of probing, so I'm walking, I get into the apartment, the door of the bedroom is locked. And, you know, it sounds like. Kind of a black swan incident going in and there. So I, you know, I knock on the door. You know, Chelsea, darlings, Chelsea squared, where are you? Not a peep from them. The bedroom door is locked. Two hours later, they text me. We're moving in together. 2004. You, you, need, to, you need to evacuate. You're not allowed. I said, well, the, the, the lease oh. is under my name, right? But they ejected <clears throat> me. And they used it on religious rights, which you can do in South Carolina, because I am agnostic and they were devout Mormons. So you have the right to a property on the basis of religion. Absolutely. Okay. It leans more towards the Christ side of things, right, which I do not subscribe to, but if you're a God-fearing Chelsea, you can kick me out. So then I am, hat in hand, you know, I've got one of those, you know, sticks with a handkerchief tied Oh yeah, what is that called? A a stick. A, a hobo stick, you know, yeah. one of those things, you know, it's very... A bindle. A bindle, sure. No, that's not what a bindle is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought that was for drugs. Anyway, so I'm, you know, I'm hat in hand, I'm miserable, and then I see this water park. And boy, am I in love with the rides. I mean, it is absolutely... You're right, it is a bindle um, for a hobo culture. So I'm, I got my bindle, I got my hat, I got my papers, my IT stuff, because I still have my job. And what is your mental state in in this moment? Wrecked. I'm wrecked. Okay. I'm I'm lucid, but I'm also depressed because you know I thought this was all going to work out. Having two wives never seems to be an issue with anybody on HBO. How did that start? I mean, look, I don't want to like get all That's over the fine. map here. No, no, no. That like, wasn't give, give me an elevator class. pitch on how you end up with two women. women named Chelsea, right. in South Carolina. Well, you know. My reputation, not in Vermont, but in South Carolina, I was a bit of a Lothario. You know, I had a certain amount of je ne sais quoi. Like Jonathan Lothario. Jonathan Lothario, yeah. my That's my stage name. And so, basically what happens is I meet one of them in my Jewish uh, Hanukkah studies class. And she says, well, I've got this friend who I'm very invested in. And I think we're lovers, but we're open to a third. I said, great. Why don't you come on both? Okay, so you were the third. I was technically the third in, 
you know, you know what they say, right, in jobs, first one in, or, or last one in, first one out. This was what happened, right? And then I'm kicked out. But boy, did I, I got my eyes on one of those log flume rides. I was there for about six hours. I had to be ejected from the water park. And this it was is the 9 local Charleston. Night. This is the local log flume in Charleston. I'm peaked. My interest is peaked. Mm. I'm homeless at the moment. So I go, I say, you know what? Let me hop in my Honda Civic. It's, it's neon rust colored. And I drive all along the eastern seaboard and find different water parks and seek refuge there. How quick was this rebound? I mean, this is, sounds like it was the day of. This is the day of. The I, day of, you're getting cucked by your own wife. Cucked? You're, you're out there on the streets of Charleston with a bindle. Bindle. You fall in love with this log flume. Next thing you know, you get the idea to hop in your Civic and go along the eastern seaboard looking yeah. at different water parks. You know, is that is that what you're telling that me? That is the accurate timeline. And you're a lucid... Depressed Depressed man. Man. Yeah. So I'm a man with a mission. It's not a good mission by any means, but it it's is a mission. It is it's a, a mission. capital M mission. It's a capital That's M mission. That's a hell of a story. Absolutely. So, but the reason, the real thing I would say is the chlorine in the water of water parks, it's basically like a natural whippet. So I'm pretty much at that point a manic depressive. So I say, hop in the Civic. Let's go. I think I hit six water parks in three days. On, with this, this chlorine high with this chlorine it's high you from i state didn't to sleep state. i didn't sleep i just it was three days straight six water parks i mean it was a blur but it was the most fun i've ever had and you're doing it all on the savings you've earned as, as an, an it, it console yeah so and you know it's pretty cheap to get into water parks these days right what you, are we looking at well if you have a can pen, i guess oh, and you tell yeah, me yeah, no yeah. you tell me which ones though you know, all right the, adult all right in charleston yeah 12 entrance balloons. price 10 bucks adult seven kids yeah well they have also have the confederate gray deal which is if you bring your family in all gray sweats it's 15 bucks okay. for the whole family how do they test that do they do it yeah well there's also a secret code word if you want to do that it's called the south will rise again <laughs> but we're not here to talk about the war of northern aggression we're here to talk about my seasonal depression you're a vermont man though it's dark up there yeah and snowy we that was a state that was it wait which one was the one? New, New Hampshire. York. New York was a pretty big slave state, if that's what you're asking. It was. Yeah, but I don't want to dive too deep into the 1619 Project because I love water parks. Yeah. So then the thing I think that I found on my sixth water park in Somebody three had days, a day in history class where they were like locked in. I, You know, it was the one day, <laughs> too. It was just the one day. I could show up to American History X classes right. and just... Well, you're like, oh, yeah, New York likes to be very liberal, but yeah. I, I tell you what, and this, I know something. I know something. Most of you guys don't go around talking about. It. You know, there's the thing about New York is it wasn't built in a decade. Decade. Yep. Yes, exactly. So the thing I noticed the most about. I thought you were going to say built by Robert Moses. Well, I love the guy, but, you know, we have, that's, again, I think that's for a different... I think we got yes. a medium coming on next week who's going to actually talk, summon him. Conjure up? Yeah. That's insane. And we're going to talk all about bridges and tunnels. That sounds like an enticing 45 I know, minutes. Right? He is a raging racist, too, so that'll be fun to yeah. hear a ghost drop slurs. Um, but the thing, the biggest thing I picked up is I am now, after this many water park rides, I am not only antibiotic resistant, I'm also STI resistant. The water builds up such a tolerance in you that it's basically a natural booster. Okay. Right? So I no longer have syphilis, which is awesome. Thank you. you no, okay. Thank you to the, ro ro the roaring rages of New Jersey. 
the roaring waters, I should say. Um, but you're pretty much built up such a tolerance that, I mean, by the end of your trip or your breakdown, in my case, there is so much piss at water parks mm. that everything is sterile. And when you're as, in as many water parks as me, I'm basically absorbing that sterile-ness. Yeah. So now everything's sterile. It's like a natural spermicide. It's like Mountain Dew. It's like Mountain gotcha. Dew, but natural. Are you pleased with that? You sound pleased with I am pleased. that outcome. I needed a cleanse. You know, some okay. people do juice cleanses. No. Some people do a, 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 a intermittent fasting. I'm I'm happy as a clam at my nine to seven Mid-life, pounds five right. four. You know, I'm happy with that weight and and and. But my internals were what needed work, right? So I found joy at the water parks. By my, by the way, I was by myself the entire time, and I had you know, it's hard to get into water parks. Spindles uh, are a one man show. Carrying a spindle. Bindles. Bindles. Yeah, bindles. Yeah. Spindle, bindle. That's a one-man gig. And the problem is, you know, I had one outfit with me. So by water park five or six... Swim trunks. Well, well, but I had, you know, kind of a linen shirt that was just so damp by the end of it, you could see the moss growing. And by the fifth or sixth water park, when you're a guy who's in his late 30s with a goatee, it's a little hard to get a single ticket on family night at the water park. But I would get in. You I still would, have a goatee. You're slight of frame. I'm slight of frame. You have a goatee. I'd I'm say you're about six two and, and nine to seven pounds. Yeah. So I keep and I, you're slithering all around. Well, I'm just so I'm I'm you know how they say seventy percent of the body is water, right? Yeah. I'm at like eighty five ninety, and then the other ten percent is liquid man funnel cakes. Because here's the other thing that your uh, listeners do not know: if you starve yourself and only eat once a day at water parks, you can save a bunch of money. How's that? Well, you, you 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 don't eat breakfast and dinner, and you go buy the $27 chicken tenders at Six Flags Raging Waters. That's three meals. You just have to compartmentalize it <laughs> mentally as you think about your two wives, you know, the Scissor Sisters, as I call them, um, basically blocking just, you out. And just ruining... Do you want to know what? about what? your financials? How did that... Are you... First of all, are you divorced? Did you ever marry them? Or was it just sort of like a spiritual contract? We had rings of twine that they had made. Okay. And obviously, upon the first log flume, mine melted away, and I saw that as a sign. What was your sexual uh, experience with them? I was more of the watcher. You know, I'd bring my sketch pad or my etch-a-sketch in the room. The voyeur. Yeah, exactly. You know, but sometimes they wouldn't even let me in the room, so I would just hear the clawing that Was that arousing to you? Not particularly. It was fairly isolating okay. because, you know, I really thought I hit it off with the two Chelsea's, but I guess I was wrong. So let me, what, what was the benefit? What was their benefit in having you around? I think they needed a strong physical male presence at 97 pounds. You know, I think they were worried, you know, the town of Charleston, South Carolina, notoriously violent. Yeah. And they needed a hired gun. And despite being a male-dominated industry, IT, you don't exactly think tough guy. No, you don't think t- tough guy. You think guy who maybe had a kill list in high school. Yeah. And it all, it would almost, like if you did the reverse, if you were like the water park guy coming into the IT space. I'd be a fish out of water, literally. Yeah. Exactly. But so here's the thing, right? I'm not interested in owning a water park, working at a water park. I'm there to soak up the sadness of okay. other families on a mid-October day. Going to the Poconos for a water park to try to resuscitate a, a dying family and a broken marriage? That is the type of stuff that gives me great joy, Jimmy. How do you get involved with that? Are you going up well, to these again, people? Well, again, like talk, I said, I'm get... a watcher. 
Okay. I'm at the top of the tubes, you know, one of the slides, and I got my, my monocle, and I see a family that looks agitated, you know, probably because of incest or something, and unfortunately, the only way that I am able to really get any positive is to see other people negative. And I know there's a lot to unpack there, but the thing about the water park is it removes all pretentiousness. Because you just jump down. Everyone's got to go down the everybody's slide. Everybody's going down the same slide. Mm. Everybody's That's vomiting in the wisdom. same stall. Right. Like, this is the stuff of legends. Right. Do Everyone's you, chicken nuggets are wet. Everybody's... You know, that's the other thing about water parks, right? There's nothing dry there. Yeah. I had a cream cheese bagel on cinnamon raisin. Somebody had dunked half of it <laughs> in the lazy river. I ate well, it. <laughs> yeah. I ate it, obviously. But, I mean, listen. <laughs> but you every, didn't buy it. Did I you? didn't buy it. I found it in the lazy river, and it was wet. But... What I'm saying is everything is wet by the time you leave, right? Yeah. It's the ultimate Except equalizer. the women. They're not aroused. Nobody's aroused at I a I don't think park. anyone was thinking about that. But Well, uh, it's sexual. You know, people are in bikinis. Is it a, do you find it a sexual place? As sterile as it is. I find it a psychosexual place because there's so much tension in these families. There's so many, like, tribal tattoos at these places, right. like barbed wire across the bicep. You know, you're getting smart people at these places. And, you know, New Yorker subscribers. So, while I find it more of a sexual mind game act, I still very much enjoy the voyeurism of the water park mm. because you can have friends in high places and friends in wet places. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, this is how you doing. I'm Jimmy. Be right back. Hi there, this is Skeet Ulrich again, and today's episode is sponsored by HBO Max. If you're looking to watch shows that you didn't watch in the 90s, like Full House and Family Matters, which held up well compared to that other guy's show, um, Mr. Cosby, HBO Max is the right thing for you. For just $9.99 a month, but you can also use our pre-sale and access code that James and I have come up with, which is access code HBO Men. So if you want to sign up for HBO Max, sign up now for just $9.99 a month. Please, please use that code because it's the only way Jimmy can actually afford anything these days is with these sponsorship deals. HBO Max. It's not TV. It's HBO. Okay, and we're back. This is uh, Jimmy. This is a podcast called Hey, How You Doing? I'm sitting here with Skeet Ulrich. Uh, you Pleasure read a, to be here. You read an ad uh, mentioning The Nanny. Yes, for HBO Max. Yeah, that actually got me going uh, as, as, a, as a kid really? growing up. Yeah, no, Brand looking at Fran Drescher. Dresher, something about it, something about the voice, the the, the legs, So you the really woman. must be Jewish. I must be. You must I must be. be. Anyway, that's, a, that's the truth, and I feel embarrassed. And I, I, we'll go back to it later, but my celebrity crush for the longest time was Renee Zellweger because I just I love the look. You're of, kidding? No, because I love what ant eaters look like, and she resembles that. But then when I got a little bit older, it was Miss Dolly Parton. She was kind of that sex symbol for me in the early aughts. Well, speaking of that, in, in a roundabout way, Great. we have a segment. Uh, we're trying it out. It's called Review That Park. Whoa! This sounds yeah, it's fun. A, it's a segment just for you. Oh, course. perfect! I so hope you don't we be want you. Parks. We want you to go in uh, to play uh, to parks I've been to. to. Parks that you've been to. Great. And you're gonna just talk about you know sort of soup to nuts what they're all about your experience of these individual water parks and um, 
Because you pre-submitted the list. Yes. I see right here that we have Dolly Dollywood. Dollywood. I was about to say Bollywood. Country. Yeah. But then but, again, those can't find those tits over there. Um, tell us all about it. Yeah, we're gonna go right through that. Whatever you just said. So, but back to my celebrity I, crush, Dollywood. You know, Dolly Parton. Part of the her world famous Dollywood Resort, which I stayed at for two days on a voucher that I stole from a Korean War vet. Um, it is, I mean, it's deep in the heart of the Great Smoky Mountains. I don't know if you know where that is, but it's in the most gorgeous of areas, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Imagine a place called Pigeon Forge. Um, I, it's serene. The sand is a gray. The water is a, a, a turquoise for some reason. But anyway, I mean, this place, it's the works, right? You fly in through Knoxville, another gorgeous area, obviously. You got to take the exit 407 towards Pigeonburg or Pigeon Forge, which I would imagine, again, back to the Civil War stuff. Yikes, probably there back in the 1800s. Um, you get in, they have a great deal. It's called the Sad Man Special. If you're a man over 30... Wait, real quick. Do you take 66 north or south to the uh, US 441? The US 441, you got to take then, you got to go south. Right, from the Tennessee Highway. Don't right, don't quiz me on stuff like this. I've traveled many a time. And I'll give you even one more. At traffic light number eight to Dollywood, that's where you go. Wow. That's where the water park so is. So we know how exact, so exactly how to get there. You park there. in the parking lot. You open the door of your Honda Civic hatchback. And you walk in. They say, hey, excuse me, sir. You can't bring that trench coat and the Etch-A-Sketch in, but you're welcome in. They give me the single, single best deal I've ever had, which was called the Sad Man Special. Anybody over 30 can get in for $47.99 on the day if you were alone and a man. You walk in, I mean, this is the coolest place I've ever been. I mean, besides the honky-tonk that's blaring over the speakers from about 6 a.m. to 9 p.m., you're hitting rides like the Butterfly, the Mountain Scream, which was the name of my my first band when I was in Burlington, Vermont. After the the attraction. After the attraction, of course. This has started at the early aughts. But the thing I noticed the most, which was a great raft trip, and I kind of, it was called the Big Bear Plunge, and I kind of glommed on to this family of six, and they are absolutely, I mean, they are two days away from the conversation with their kids where they say, your mother and I are separating. So, I latch on to this family, we're on this great kind of lazy river raft thing, you know, there's a couple slides which are fun, but these two kids, I swear to God, I mean, they look like they had their heads bound together, Genghis Khan style. One of the weirdest looking families. And, you know, I chalked it up. It's Tennessee, you know. What does that even mean, the heads bound together? Well, Genghis Khan used to, you know, again, another day I paid attention in history class. Genghis Khan, the famous ruler, notorious ruler, used to bind the heads of children together so they'd grow up to look deformed so that when they sent them out into the battlefield, they'd freak the fuck out of the okay. opposing side. True story. I, I, there, it's coming out soon on Netflix. Um, but so these people look like freaks of nature. I said, I'm going to glom on to this. They're locals. They're locals. But by the time I'm done with this big bear plunge, I'm ready to take the plunge. With them. With them. And say, I'd love to move in with you. They were not happy about that. They had a family reunion coming soon. Um, two of their cousins had just gotten married, so they were pretty excited about it. We, I did get to eat with them. I had some jumbo dogs and some tater tots, but guess what they were? What's that? Damp. They were all of so course. damp. Everything there is damp. So that was my only, you know, kind of thing I didn't like. But the real the real kind of piece de resistance for me was the beaver tails patisserie that they had. 
for freshly baked sweet treats. It was a great place to kind of wrap up the day with a scone. And, you know, <laughs> when I first heard the term beaver tails, I thought, oh, not again with the thruple stuff. But instead, I had a love, I had a lovely Danish, and I headed on to the next water park, which I'm sure we'll talk about next. Okay. But if I was to give Dollywood's... Yeah, uh, out of ten. I'd give it eight rafts. Eight rafts. Eight rafts. So floating? Eight floating rafts, very high on my list. Definitely visit. All right. Um, let's see here. We got uh, Cedar Point Shores. Oh. Why don't you, why don't you tell a little bit of, like, what, so here's, where is it? You yeah. know the drill. So Cedar Point Shores, again, the two closest airports are in Cleveland and Cincinnati. Uh, the Cedar Point Shores is famously located in Sandusky, Ohio, one of my favorite collegiate offensive coordinators named after him of Penn State fame. Um, I was able to get to Cedar Point by Greyhound bus because my Honda <laughs> Civic had broken down. But I will say... Isn't it bus only, though? It, don't they, they don't do cars, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. They, it was a bus service. From My Civic broke down. You got to take the shuttle. You got to take the... You got. I took a Greyhound from right outside Knoxville where I met some lovely uh, people who also had bindles and went all the way to Cedar Point in about 16 hours. I did not sleep a wink. I had a single bag of Fritos because I was so excited to get to Cedar Point. I walk in there. I was disgusted, Jimmy. And I'll tell you why. Oh. There were too many young people there. I know their family event, you know, family fair there. But guess what they did not have? What? A sad man sales pass for a single person over 30 So you got to go in. full price. I bought the family pack for one. $88. I'm being robbed. But luckily I saved it on the Greyhound and by not eating or sleeping. So that's fine. There were a lot of pint-sized children there with their goateed fathers and goateed mothers, much Tribal like myself. Tattoos, right, a lot of the whatnot. same kind of stuff. I've, I've blended in. Now, I'll tell you what. If you are going to get to Sandusky, you got to visit the Sandusky store before you get in. I'm not going to tell you what's in the Sandusky store, but there are a lot or, of... Or who's waiting for or you. Or who's waiting for you. But on the, on the uh, storefront, it says, We are Penn State. So that's all you need to know. You get in. I went right to the Storm Surge, which is a flume and raft ride for the very brave. Because, you know, again, my vice is flumes. They let me bring my sketch pad in this time. But because it's so wet, I end up doing watercolors, obviously. But in the flume behind me, guess who it was? Dolly Parton. Cleveland Cavaliers forward Jetty Osmond. Oh, the Turk. The Turk. I didn't know the guy loved water parks. So yeah. we get off the flume... I talked to him, I say, you know, it's so great to meet a role player on one of the NBA's, you know, up-and-coming teams. He doesn't speak a lick of English. I, I, I said, would you want to hop on the Point Plummet with me? He nods his head. We slide down the plummet. Then we go to eat. Guess where we ate this time? A Long John Silver's inside the water park. on brand. On brand. But here's the other thing about the Long John Silver's. It's wet. It's wet. Again. Now, I get it. It's seafood. It's near water. What kind of quality of seafood? Oh, I've have you ever been. had a clam strip? No. Oh, I mean, yes, but yes. not from Long John Silver's. No. The clam, and you know, I didn't know this, but clams do not come in strips. They're from the ocean, yeah. Jimmy. News to me. Anyway, no, I've so, got family on Long Island. Dude. Well, I bet out. that's where you get a good clam strip. That's what I'm talking about. We're in that's the middle the of thing. the fucking country, yeah. so guess what these clam strips, they were wrapped in plastic, individually, like like. You're utensils. landlocked. I'm landlocked. There's no culture. 
but I'm with Jetty Osmond, so I got to do something, right. right? He's got high expectations. He's got high expectations. He's from what? And he's Istanbul. High. He's high too. He was high. He was definitely high. I don't know on what, but he was <laughs> gumming. He was gumming. He was gumming the whole he's time we were at, at Long John Silver's. Jenny, you're telling me Jenny Osmond's doing coke? Well, with you if you're gonna be a swing at a Long John Silver's in a in a in Sandusky, Ohio, in a water park. in a water park. Which okay. is, I, I believe, is so actually how, what did he a eat? man. He probably did. didn't eat anything. No, he had he had one of those weird platters, which was oh, kind of a seafood right. tower. Ugh. And raw? I, it was raw. I think, I mean, there were mussels jumping out of their shells. That's how raw it In was. In a weird way, I'm kind of hungry now. I mean, but that's the thing, right? Because what? It was five bucks. It was five bucks for a all-you-can-beef yeah. fish ta- sandwiches. And, I mean, you're, you've been in a water park all day, jacking it, fluming it, whatever, looking at dying families. And then you get there, I had the clam strips. Worst clam strips of my life, second to none, was the TGI Fridays at the Cedar Point Hotel that I stayed at. The T- okay, they have a TGI Fridays in the hotel. No, it's a TGI Fridays hotel. Okay. It's branded that. Is it one of those, because when I think of, like, uh, hotels in the Midwest... That are like big. Yeah, I think they have those like, they're pretty much inside out hotels. So they have this bit. They built like nature inside, in the middle. In yeah. the middle, in, yeah. It's like a greenhouse, yes. almost like yes. a terrarium. But it's fake plants. All fake stuff. That even the ponds are not real. They're oh, yeah. projected. They're projected. This is something you know. And again, I don't stay in many hotels because the Civic is so roomy. But you're in Cedar Point. When in Cedar Point, you got to do what the Cedar Point do. Anyway, so I stayed there, had a lovely continental breakfast the next morning with Jetty. He's still gumming it at, at, at our breakfast where what I had, he, guess what? Did he Jetty? have like a game or something? He had a game uh, later that night against the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. So then... Um, <laughs> sounds like he's on a lot I'm of mixing my metaphors probably. But good guy, ended up having a nice experience with him, had way too many clam strips that week, but I'll give it six out of ten rafts. Still a fun time. Can you highlight, what's uh, your favorite ride from there? Oh, from that one? It was the storm surge where I met Jetty. Oh, that okay. was the log yeah, yeah. flume. The log flume. But when you're in a log flume by yourself, the best part is nobody can see the bottoms of you, right? Right. And you're damp. But dampness, and this is in the Bible, even though I'm not religious, dampness is next to holiness, which is next to horniness. So that kind of triple deity effect has almost made me reach a state of nirvana. Right. And you're in a giant log. And I'm in a giant it's log. Highly sexual. I'm 37. I'm moist. Right. Having showers. You're getting your picture taken on the way down. I'm, I'm with my hands up next to Jenny. Yeah. Fully aroused. And he's and he's gumming it on the loom, on the flume. So he was pure gum. He was yeah, I, I gum. never saw the guy even do a key bump. He was just gumming it the whole time. I said, ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I'm gumming it. Um, That's just a little joke. The last, but certainly not least, of my three favorites that I that's sent you the, over I'll give email. you one joke, and that's it. Oh, well, that's very nice of you. The other one that I had was called the Typhoon Texas. And now, I don't know if you know where Katy, Texas is, but I certainly don't. Let's have West Texas, no? I would, East Texas? I, the way I got there was through the George Bush Intercontinental Airport. Now, who do you think, which George Bush is better? I'm going to ask you that. Um, 42. The, no, 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 43. The, old, the younger one. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Not, not. What do you mean better? I mean, in terms. Do you of like, like his art more? Do you like his persona? Do you think he's smart? I genuinely think he was less evil. 
of the two Bushes just because he had no idea what he was doing. Because he was dumber. Yeah. Right. I, I, I can't. His father, on the other hand, like was Wicked very cunning. deliberate. Yeah, he was a little more vile and sinister. Exactly. He he knew the end ob- objective. Right. Dick Cheney knew the end object for the other Bush. Exactly. And which okay. is like, I'd take a puppet over the puppet master. Oh, you see I I'm like saying? that because then you can cut the strings if you want. Right. You're the puppet you could throw away. That and is like, insightful. You can't really like get mad at you can get bad at the puppet for certain things, but like it's not the puppet's fault. At the end of ultimately. the day, right? The puppet master is at fault. Yeah. Right. At the at the same time, you could be complaining like, "Well, why can't you know? You you just like wake up one morning, you're a real boy." Right. Yeah. Your nose grows. Just assume every time responsibility. You lie. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. But, I feel like we're di- diverting away, but th- yeah. you're right. We're talking about expectations. We're talking our, about in Disney's our political Pinocchio systems. and George W. Well, but let's get off that. Let's talk about like wild and wacky water rides. Okay. But so, so, so we're, but we're the talking Bush, about. But I'll just say the okay. Bush family basically owns Texas, right? So you're seeing, sure. you're getting into the W airport. You're offered a free Bush as you leave, like a burning Bush. Then you get. I took uh, exit 742 from I-10 West because Thank I'm you. coming from Houston. Appreciate. That. Um, there's very little public transport, and so I was on basically what was considered a jalopy with three <laughs> other men, um, all who were wearing turquoise. So I don't know what was going on. But they said, Skeet, if you're going, if you're going to the raging, the raging Cajun water park near here, you got to hit the gully washer. And I, I obviously my the what my the gully washer. My first thought was, oh, so you've been talking to my exes again? Because that's what they used to call me, the gully washer. Because I don't know why. So it's an 800 gallon. Are you water a generous bucket. lover? No. I would not say so. Like I'm, when you couldn't watch them, you, they let you in on the action. You no, still it's like didn't the puppet puppeteer, right? You can't blame the puppet in the sure. corner. For, and you're only like you're taking what you can get, so right, you might exactly. as well look out for yourself. And I have page, I got notebooks full of ideas, but right. nobody wants to. I would push back. I, that's kind of like a, 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 a weird reaction. I would, I would think that you would go in trying to be as generous a lover as possible, so that they come to expect. A little something that from That I double it. down. That I double down a little bit and say, I am the workhorse behind this throuple. Right. But you didn't go that you direction know, at all. No. I was pretty ignorant at the time. You got yours and you, what, waited outside the bedroom for yeah, another 30 you know, minutes? Or, or, you know, I'd have one of those, you know when you hold a glass up to a door? Yeah. But it sounds like someone from the Peanuts, like one of right. the teachers wah, wah, wah. is talking. Wah, 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 wah. Or Fran Drescher. Or Fran, back to the arousal Sexy. thing. But what I would hear a lot of uh, through the glass was, we got to get rid of skeet. Oh, you so heard planning. I heard planning. So I was prepared. That's why I had my bindle in advance. Anyway, so the best part about this water park, though, and the escape is that they have a very popular week-long celebration called Christmas in July. There is snow in the wave pool in July, Jimmy. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen the Aurora Borealis. No, I've not. That's It's, it's my desktop screensaver. Okay. I had more of a visceral reaction to Christmas in July than the screensaver of the Aurora Borealis. Naturally. Sensory deprivation. But I see where you're going. You see what I'm saying. It was fucking great. It was fucking great. So I'm there all week. And they're pumping in snow in In the water. In Texas. It's got to be like 100 and something degrees In July, it was probably 130. Jesus. And you you know me. Even at 97 pounds, I'm dripping buckets. Like an 800 gallon almost. And There's a recurrent theme of uh, liquids sweat. and bodily juices coming out of you, going into you. You're just a you're a man of a liquid. I'm a, I'm, I'm, listen, I tell people all the time. You know, there's the three states of matter, right? Science class, right? Solid, gas, liquid. 
In the summertime, I'm not a solid or a gas. I'm purely liquid. Purely liquid. So... You're like Bruce Lee. I'm like Bruce Lee. Like, be like water. Exactly. You know, I'm like... But here's he the thing. He was dropping his arse, too. Didn't he shoot his son or something? That was Marvin Gaye. Oh, got it. Marvin I'm Gaye. Mi- I mixed up my, 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 my very popular influential film. I don't know how you took a, a turn like that, but I like it. Let me tell you about the time I tried to assassinate somebody. And it was it had to do with the uh, Buckaroo Bayou at that same water park oh, okay. in Texas. It's the same place. Right. So guess who's visiting one day in Christmas in July? In Texas. In Texas. Motherfucking, one of the bushes. Well, he was there, but he works there now. But he, he collects tickets at the end. But Ted Cruz was visiting. Oh, Lion Ted. I do not like this guy. I don't know whether it's his prosciutto face or his body that looks like an upside-down guitar pick. Or he forgot the fact that he was Cuban. Or that his father killed JFK. Right. Don't forget, he was the grassy knoll man. You know, that's (laughs) what I'm talking about. Bay of Pigs. He looks like a Bay of Pig. Wow. He looked like a Bayou Pig at the water park, too. So... He comes down, and I said... Sucking down on wet nachos. He was he was drinking a Baja Blast covered in chlorine. So I walk over to him. He's shaking hands. I say, Mr. Cruz, I'd just like to say one thing to you. You are a disgrace to the American people. But if you haven't checked out the 800-gallon bucket ride here, you're missing out. Now, he brought his kids with him. They wouldn't look him in the eye the entire time we were there. I get that feel, you know. He starts doing a snow angel in the wave pool with all the snow. I had to take a quick pick. It went viral. And that's kind of the end. But so at the end of the day, Ted Cruz comes up to me as I'm, you know, pitching my tent in the back of the lazy river where I was sleeping that night. And Mr. Cruz says, you know, I saw you take a picture of me while I was doing the snow angel. Could you please delete it? Now, we live in a country of free speech, Jimmy, and, and, and free media. Jesus, all right. I said, Mr. Cruz, I swear to God, and I, I forgot to tell you this, I'm walking around most of these uh, water parks with a sawed-off shotgun. I failed to mention that earlier, because they're mostly in the South. Is but, that a, uh, <laughs> another is that term legal? for your... Uh... Penis? No, I had an actual <laughs> shotgun. I had a sawed-off shotgun. Okay. So I, I whip it out at him, much like a penis, but this time it's a shotgun, buckshot, and I say, Mr. Cruz... I'm going to need you to take five steps back, turn your sweet ass around, and the guy's got a dump truck, and head on home with the pa- the family that but does wait, not love But wait, what you. does free speech have to do with taking a picture of somebody? You don't, tell, you don't tell me I can't or cannot take a picture of somebody. Okay? I was on my way here. Freedom of speech. I was uh, Freedom of, of, uh, of camera roll. Okay? And I, I love when people take pictures of homeless people. I think it's hilarious, obviously. It's great journalism. Um... But what about I, those kid, people who go up to homeless people and like, let me, I want to hear about your story. I, I mean, listen, I, I saw one of those the other day and I said, life is so short. Why are you talking to these people? <laughs> because life is so they short. Think you're you know? a, they think you're a, a, a trash can or something. No. We're going to humanize the homeless. Listen, no. If you're, if they're you're, humans if first. If you work for somebody and you're helping them get, uh, if they're an unhoused person and you want to get them help, Sure. But if you're but if a you nineteen year old, right? Well, or, or if you're a nineteen year old from NYU who's sitting on the ground because white people love to sit on the ground, and they say it drives me crazy. It drives me insane. I guess it's like something to go back to just 
I think next... That's interesting. You notice that being in the city for what? Like three days? Three days. Three days. You know, these white people love sitting on the ground. I'm not talking about the unhoused. I'm talking about regular, regular white people. Yeah, exactly. With the very white sneakers. Right. White sneakers. All birds. Flare jeans. Oh, God. All birds. Don't get me started on D2C companies, Jimmy. Anyway... I, I think it must be a genetic trait of white people that we were supposed to be homeless. That they just love sitting on the ground, and I wish we could turn the tables there. But a person who's 19, who has an, you know a hedge fund, who's saying, you know, let me hear your story, homeless person. It kind of <laughs> reminds me of that scene in American Psycho, where Christian Bale tells him to get right. a job and yeah. then stabs him with a knife. That's all I have to say about okay. people talking to homeless people, because I don't want to get in trouble. By whom? I don't know. The, I know. The, the we, I know. Home. But anyway, so I, I I sent Ted Cruz packing. I stayed at the Lazy River. Those are the three I love the most. I'm gonna give that one just because of the Christmas in July special. Nine rafts. I've got. I've got. Uh, something. I've got a world on a string. Do you think? Because a lot of the list that you gave me. By the way, it's you have flawless handwriting. Thank you. And it, I brought a scroll. Did you see yeah. the scroll I brought? I, this looks like some psych, like a psycho that's camped out on the upper deck of a, a slide. Have you ever seen the, the movie scope? Seven? They find notebooks after right. notebooks. That's you. Of, I, I threw up because I looked at a man's face. You know stuff like that. Right. Uh, anyway. Six Flags seems to be huge all over the place. Huge. But it's like, what did they do? Did they go in and buy these pre-existent water parks and just slap their name? Like, so it's, that's so why it's I'm, you're like getting a, a, a you're truck like, model. Right. Six Flags Hurricane Harbor. Six Flags uh, Wacky World. Right. Six Flags Ba Ba Ba. When I would venture to guess that it was just like an independent water park before. Do you know anything like this? Because this is very interesting. Yes, I do. About this business side of the I have the done extensive part. research on the Six Flags Umbrella Company, which okay. is actually owned by Lockheed and Martin, the famous weapons manufacturer. Yeah, yeah, of so course. So Six Flags has, to your point, has Did bought... Did you know, fun fact, oh Lockheed and Martin is one is of our company. biggest no, no. investors? No, no, no. Advertisers? They, they're one of the... They did this. Most psycho... Uh, one of my... Serial killers. Yeah. Had Lockheed, Lockheed Martin, Martin has, yeah, have worked at a Lockheed oh, and, Martin. So, lot, all right, how am I going to phrase this? So, that's Lockheed like Jack Martin the Ripper has the most Cutco. Yes, but Lockheed Martin has the most serial killers under their employment. Under their tenure. employment. Got it. Thank you. That's beautiful. If only I had that same. I mean, in IT, a lot of people snap, too. Obviously. Yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah, a lot of people. Because you're on your knees. Suck into the only guy right. you know, which is the mouse. But pad. literally, you're, you're, you're down there working something. You're, you're plugging different cables in, right? Yeah. You know. And so anyway, but the thing about Six Flags is, right, they bought a couple parks, then they build a couple parks, so they have their own empire now. But yes, I think it does, they definitely did lease some spaces. But the Hurricane Harbor in Arlington, Texas is super strange because it is still kind of a reconstruction era still with inside that Six Flags. So it's pretty much burnt to the ground because of the Union Army still. But there's an occasional log flume, there's an occasional slide, but I mean, it is desolate, fields are burned, crops are destroyed, and you know, you'll see the occasional, you know, Ulysses S. Grant fan down there just kind of paying homage, and it's still a fun time, but Didn't I know give it three Texas rafts. had that much of an involvement, and if the Union made it down there, but I, uh, I like where your head's at. Okay, well, I am not familiar with geography, but I am familiar with Texas. topography. So Six Flags actually is from Texas. The Six Flags represent the... the at, at the time, the Texas flags, was divided into, like, six, six pe- like peoples. Yeah, yes. sections. Peoples. Uh-oh. Careful there, James. Well, you had the 
Uh, the Anglo-Saxons. Yeah, you had the wasps of Texas. Yeah, the wasps. You had, had the, the rich Jews. No, but you had the, like the the native peoples. Yes. You had the Mexican peoples. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, at that at a time when Mexico was fucking running the war, killing it. They were killing, killing it. it, and then we just took all of it, which was strange because it's like you know, I, I, I we'd like to think we did, but we didn't really. No, we lost. Right. We lost a lot of that, but we just took land. We just take, take, take. And they're slowly them. taking us over. I Good, I, I hope so. You know, I, 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 I just think the time for American as number one is over. Yeah. Because, and I'll tell you why, and it's directly correlated to water parks. I was in Quebec, which I learned recently, uh, people of Quebec are Quebecois. Quebecois. Whatever. Right. I went to the most insane water park in Quebec and then another one in Montreal, I mean, you get free housing, free health care up there. No guns are allowed, which was a downer. But, I mean, I spent three nights in one of the water parks in Montreal. It was... In the summer or... Winter. Dead of winter. They do that. Negative 12 so degrees. So was it indoors? Outdoors? It was outdoors. But, you know, they use Celsius up there, so I had no idea what the temperature was. I did it anyway. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I said, you know what, Canada's not so bad. It's a small place. The people are quaint. But guess what? I mean, sure, it has its flaws, but America's not number one. No. I think it's, it's definitely it's, it's not. It's Pakistan, to be honest with you. Okay, that's an interesting number one. And I only say that because of, I love to say the word Pakistan. It's just such a fun, it's got a lot of syllables. It's, you know, you don't see too many words with P and K. They're very good at now. cricket. The great at cricket, which is, you know, I picked up during the, the, uh, hoax of the last couple of years where we had to stay inside i was you know everybody started listening to podcasts or watching soccer i said you know what fuck it let's go to bangladesh let's go and watch cricket but not pakistan but i like where your head's at no i know again to the geography thing what would so, you say is very your, close what's your number one new country on the come up besides mexico on the come up look i gotta so, go like surging you know i'm just gonna stick with brazil still all right, so Brazil got a lot of hype for being in that whole brick the thing. The bricks, yeah. But fuck that. I'm just talking about, like, the people living there. They're really hot, right? They're, I mean, they're, they're really hot. But I don't know. There's a lot of, like, poverty. Isn't their government but they fucked seem up? To be, yeah, the government's fucked up. All right. I talk to a Brazilian. You, you, you wouldn't be able to tell. Oh, they're such a positive, they're cheery They're positive attitude. Brazilian people. Dance is a big part of their culture. Oh, I love Celebration that. is a big part of their culture. Uh, the rainforest is big there, right? Exactly. Okay. There's exactly there's a there's a, a, a harmony with nature. What I would do to see a toucan, I I really would. I, I love could take, toucan. You want to go see a toucan? I would love to see a. Toucan I've got a buddy Saul uh, in the Bronx who's got three toucans. He's got three of them. True story. Yeah, that's legal. Very cool. Rainbow I was hoping to see one in bills. the rainforest, but that's cool too. I'd love to. <laughs> nah, go, nah, I'd love to go to Fordham Road right, in the Bronx right. to see some to fucking toucans. Come on, that sounds great. No, so you're so you still think Brazil? Right up and coming. I don't. Yeah, but that's that scale is so. Uh, it's ugh. sliding. It's it's the. No, Kansas I hate scale. that whole. I'm just gonna talk about who's like a proud people. And you say Brazil. I yeah. think that's cool. I, I like that a lot. <laughs> you, uh, let me just wrap up the show here. Sure. That's. Why don't you great. give us some advice? We could do like a part two, three, four on I, all, just on water parks. I can tell you ready to go. I think this could be a Ken Burns eight eight series. Eight, eight episode series. Give us a story arc. A two. Give us two rules of thumb for water parks. Yeah. One, underneath your clothes, get two Win Dixie grocery bags, make kind of a makeshift bra and underwear, 
so that even when you're damp, you can still put your keys, your sawed-off shotgun shells, Smart. your wallet, your phone, and it will keep it not not dry because everything's damp. Not the point. Not the point. But it will keep things there moist. On your persons, too. And number two of the rules. If you see a family that seems to be on the outs, try to we you know needle your way in and create a point of conflict on one of the rides. Beautiful. An example of that is one time I'm I'm waiting for the slide right, and one of these kids of this family. I mean, he was with the Genghis Khan head. Yeah, I mean, he was definitely. I mean, he would look like a freaking cyclops to be honest with you. And just as he was about to go on the slide because he took so long, I just whispered in his ear, "Your parents are having a hard time right now." And then I pushed him down the slide. Guess who's at the bottom of the slide? His parents. He is sobbing. Not only because I shoved him down a water slide, but also because I just gave him the news that his parents are struggling. Because of him. Because of him. And his one eye. But that is the greatest joy I, 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 I've ever known. Gotcha. And if I can impart one thing onto your listeners, skip the rides at Six Flags. Skip the, you know, the Wonder Wheel straight to the water. Go straight to the the diluted chlorine-filled water. Thank you, Skeet. Um, Thank you, Jimmy. You got it. Uh, Thank you so much to the the listeners out there. This has been another episode of Hey, How You Doing? I'm Jimmy. And I'm Skeet.